Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the Lodge Cast Experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. contains themes and a language of a graphic and frankly scandalous nature. Can't say I didn't warn you. Hello and welcome to Burning at the Stake Hot Takes. I'm your Lodge Master. With me as always is Brother Bishke in the way back tonight. Yo, 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 father, son, and house of Verhoeven. Sitting <laughs> up front because he's the birthday boy, Brother Lucas. All righty then. And we have an all-star prestige crew in the edge tonight. We got Brother Zach. Yes, Woo! Brother Nate. Yeah. Here. All right. Lucas, sell down. Sorry. <laughs> we got Brother Zach. <laughs> yes, sir. We got Brother Nate. Hey, guys. I'm here for this. And the Lodge Mistress, Millie. Hey, hey, hey. To bless us all with her presence. And the only reason that we are short shrifting Paul Verhoeven's latest film tonight with a mere hot take and not a full ep is because we were celebrating the young hothead's birthday tonight. Yeah. Happy birthday. Gotta blame him. We were drinking and caking and just living it up. My and ties. ties. <laughs> My ties. We were like, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta just live a little bit. We'll make this a hot take. We'll pack it all in to a nice souffle for you guys. We got some Verhoeven to talk about before we get into the movie that we just witnessed. What is our history with Paul Verhoeven? What a loaded phrase that is. Huge fan. Yeah. Uh, So many four-bone films. Seen it all from (laughs) Turkish Delight to the present. And uh, saw Showgirls last night. Just to get ready for this. Just to get ready. Just to get fluffed. Obvious four-bone film. Um, (laughs) That's the primer. Showgirls uh, for this one. And, uh, yeah, it's all in the same stew. Lodgemistress, what's your history with Paul Verhoeven? He's, he's got basic instinct for you. He's got total mm-hmm. recall. He's got Robocop. Mm, okay. You're well, naming the ones I've seen. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and what, loved. Yeah. So the, the, the flavor is right for you. The porridge, yeah. the porridge is right. I saw basic instinct so many times in the theater. I kept going back and back and back. And, uh, Hell once I yeah. went with my mother Whoa. and, um, Whoa. <laughs> We both loved it. Yeah. Yeah. LT, birthday boy? I love Paul Verhoeven. And you're right, Bishke. uh, Fourbone master filmmaker from, like, right out the gate. Uh, I haven't seen his Dutch films like Turkish Delight, but, yeah, Robocop, Four Bones, Total Recall, Four Bones, Basic Instinct, Four Bones. Mm. I don't know about Showgirls being Four Bones, but, (laughs) but it's definitely an interesting movie about <laughs> showgirls yes that is true that can't be argued brother zach what 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 are you feeling 
Well, I mean, just coming off of L. L is highly recommended. Starring yeah. Isabel Huppert, who is also in Greta. Yes. We covered Greta, but not that one. Uh, that LT is one film that Isabel Huppert was also in. Yes. Um, yeah, so just feeling like he was, you know, coming in with a hot hand Yeah. Uh, from L, which, you know, you should see if you haven't. Uh, this has been a something to look forward to in a season. A prestige season. We are deep in the stage, uh, y'all. Yep. Deep in it. And and yet they just keep coming. The hits keep coming. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I feel much the same as everyone um, about uh, Mr. Verhoeven. But um, I, I also haven't seen the early Dutch films, sadly, but uh, I'm excited to see them. It's been on the to-do list for a the while. The Fourth Man is the one I really oh, yep. Yeah. That's well, I'm right there. Fourth Man. I'm okay. right there with everybody, too. I mean, there is a... There's a one-two punch of RoboCop, <laughs> Starship Troopers, Total Recall. I mean, they, 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 those are the ones that we saw. And his sensibilities doing American kind of cinema like that yeah. were really just wildfire. He's kind of a rascal. There's always me. a dark humor. He is that, a rascal. That's how I look exactly. at him. You know, yeah. He's got a demented kind of smile, and he's he's always pushing the envelope. And I would say those those early those early Dutch films are really really rewarding. Uh, Spetters comes to mind, and also Fourth Man. Mm. Even know, his Brother first Bruce, you mentioned that his one. first English Worth language watching. movie, Flesh and Blood, Flesh Plus Blood, is crazy. Yeah, yeah, that one as well. Recommend. He featuring he, young Gregor Hauer, who's just a dreamboat, and yeah. Jennifer Jason <laughs> Leigh. He loves pushing buttons. He loves being unbound by the strictures and the confines of what any normal workaday director would just automatically adhere to. He throws all that out gleefully. Mm -hmm. He burns the rule books whenever he can. His his use of violence, too, is... It's great. It's startling. And even even this movie tonight had moments of violence that are just like, you know, yeah. they're like punches right in he your face. He loves just sudden, shocking bursts of gleeful violence. He's not shy. No, he's not. So that brings us to tonight. Benedetta... We are at the Americana AMC, where we last stared down Paul Schrader's The Card Counter. <laughs> and what a different film we encountered tonight. One that Schrader most certainly has taken note of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he was there watching that. Yeah. <laughs> this one. Before we sharpen our Virgin Mary statues. How do you get the protein as quick as possible into the bloodstream? A little schnapps. From a Rotten Tomatoes, a 17th century nun becomes entangled in a forbidden lesbian affair, but it's her shocking religious visions that threaten to shake the church to its very core, period. Nice. Concise. Okay. So, uh, right off the bat, we're dealing with a discount night. Discount night. I forgot about that. <laughs> I mean, who... I had no clue who we were going to encounter in this theater it's tonight. The smallest auditorium at the Americana at Brand. <laughs> they have like 16 <laughs> screens and screen number three, which is where we were, is yeah. right off the concessions. It might have fit 20 seats or 30 no, seats. No, no, it's more than that. But there were about 20 to 30 people in there. And it, is, it did feel like a retro throwback theater because we're so used mm -hmm. to. It felt like a jack off theater that you jack off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't yeah, call yeah, it. Yeah, you know, you nice know. there. That's, that's, 
that's that's another way to it feels put like it. a facelift amc man they just kind of like yeah. pulled the pacific ones out and slide it in a hand-drawn amc sign and there's a really fancy MacGuffins now that's like too fancy to even approach it's like the bar in the shining or something you just don't, it just doesn't it's too well lit or something there's too yeah. much traffic you can't comfortably drink at that bar because it's right by the ticket taker so everyone's coming in and going out behind your back it's which true. does not bode well for me it's true there's so, no privacy to get a drink yet. What also didn't bode well was the ladies behind us as the film started. They're like, oh, it's French? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like oh, how no. can they not know what they're oh. seeing? I mean, they're going up there thinking it's a horror film? Like, part give, of me, me likes, none too. Part know? of me likes the chutzpah to just go into a movie and not know what it is. Sure. You know, like that's sure. cool. I don't want to discourage that, but to see a they might have been poster. residents of the Americana because there are apartments <laughs> there above are. all the storefronts. It's like, a bold way to live. Yeah, it's a bold <laughs> way to live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you guys were talking about also the two snickerdoodles in the front row, right? They laughed every time Sin came up as a credit. I was like, we had we ah! had we had people roll Fun. in 30, 40 minutes into the movie, wild, yeah. just yeah. walking into yeah. the line of. Fucking fire! Sat like in the front Those row are the too. snickerdoodles. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, those they were snickering every time sin or sinner or what's your sin came up yeah. on the screen. They were out to laugh in the face of sin tonight, <laughs> and they had plenty to laugh at in this sin wise. The schnapps basically told the tale. I mean, it's Sister Benedetta with a very distinct connection to Jesus. She sees him in her dreams. She hallucinates and she goes into this into this convent and kind of mixes it up with this other girl that shows up. Well, night one, in the prelude, night one, Sister Benedetta as a little girl goes to, she's very lonely and she goes <laughs> to pray to the statue of Mary. The, there's like a crack in the stone and the statue lands right on the girl with a uh, tit in mouth. Is that, yeah, that's statues. I haven't seen, sta do they, is there actually a Virgin Mary one that's like bearing a breast? breast out like no that? No way. Verhoeven yeah. might have that specifically, that specially that designed that. that. As the Jew in the car, I'll say I'm not an expert on this subject, but I... <laughs> I've, I've never seen a bare-breasted non-child-holding Virgin Mary. No, but, I know. don't think I've seen I, that. But I, no, I, I, I don't think that that's, that's gotta be Spot on. Her breast is bared, and <laughs> the, young, it fact. the young girl sure. takes it upon herself to suckle it. Yeah. And that's when we mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. we're in for an interesting time at the movies. We're in Mr. Verhoeven's neighborhood. And, and immediately the other sisters say, is it a miracle she wasn't crushed? And we are introduced to Mother Superior. Charlotte, Charlotte Rampling. Charlotte Dame Charlotte Rampling. And she's having a great year coming off of Dune. I'll just say, like, mm. it's almost kind of a yeah. similar role from her Dune role. The great thing yes. about her tonight is in Dune, we get her for one scene and you want so much more. Oh, yeah. And mm. we get a lot of her tonight. We get yeah. plenty tonight. Yeah. And she's pitch perfect. Uh, yes. She's one of my favorite actors. Perfect elderly yeah, nun. She's one of the greats. We flash forward 18 or so years. And Benedetta's still at the convent, and that's when this girl, uh, Bartolomea, how are you even going to say Bartolomina? this? Bartolomea? is it? Bartholomina? Bartholomina. We'll just call her B. B shows up, B and shows up. the first night brings us our first salad dragon. The Salad Dragon. A scene in a movie that is so bizarre, baffling, or transcendent that it instantly justifies the price of admission. Or Reese Witherspoon's leafy transformation in A Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> 
this salad dragon brought together the theater in such a beautiful way and in such a human way because B asks Benedetta where she's going to go if she needs to take a shit. That's the line. Yeah. Benedetta says, follow me. They go down a corridor to the privy and the camera doesn't cut away. No. I mean, we stay with them as B sits down, sits her bare ass down on the wood and Benedetta joins her. They sit next to each other. The camera stays there. We're not going anywhere. Medium shot. Their yeah. legs hanging off. The and then let her rip. They boys. release their bowels. Yeah. And we hear it in all its glory. Yeah. They, they smile at each other. They connect. She's like, be quiet. And she's like, what about this? <laughs> she's like, feeling great. And it light, lightens oh, the load. So oh, relief. what's a relief. The what a whole relief. theater. Because you, you don't see that. When have you guys Nuns seen that? Nuns just ripping ass. I've never <laughs> seen a nun They pull shit. straw off the wall and yeah, they their pull asses some together. straw off the wall yeah. to wipe. And I'm like, that straw must hurt. Gets the job done. No though. frills. I guess. They're hoping showing no us things that we never even thought of. Right out the gate. To see. Right out the gate. I mean, that's beautiful. And to see it in a multiplex. That's that's a miracle. And right after sharing a shit, there's like that first connection yes. where they get close. Oh, because she, she says, you don't need Benedetta says you're beautiful. And she says, really? I've never I live on a farm. I don't have a mirror. And she says, look into my eyes to see your reflection. You have to come closer. Yeah. closer. I thought that was a pretty good line. It was, it Millie, was, was that, Millie, yeah. was that sexy? The electric window. Yeah. Hell that, yeah. The electric window. Yeah. And she had to get real close. And he, we could see it reflected lightly. It was like a flame in her eye. It was a really nice Sisters, moment. what's going on here? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and then they have to scatter. Yeah. So, and yeah. There's, scatter they do. As to be expected, there's a lot of repressed lust in this. And, you know, that's right in Verhoeven's wheelhouse. Is that build up to that central sex scene that you know is coming. It's present in Basic Instinct. It's present in pretty much any erotic thriller worth its salt you should feel that crushing tension of like you know that these stars are going to collide the only question is when it should be noted that her visions uh sexualize jesus too i mean he's he's a hero yes in, in a lot of them but you mean they sexualize him up on the cross and that that's repeated in several verhoeven early, early film yeah. and the jesus as hero motif comes up right away, pretty much right after the shit scene, and that's our second dragon. Double dragon! Benedetta's singing in the choir. B kind of comes up to her after sharing that moment the previous night and reaches her hand down Benedetta's robe. Between two pillows. And suddenly <laughs> she smash cut, pillows. smash cut to this poisonous snake just lunging at the camera. Best cut in the movie. Great oh, that sh that. I got to jump out of that. It was yeah. great. And she's suddenly just hallucinating that all these snakes are crawling up on her. The snakes of temptation are slithering along the ground, crawling up her body. And then all of a sudden, a blade slices through the snakes left and right. Lopping heads her. off. Yeah. And it's fucking Ninja Jesus yes. showing up with a sword to save her from these snakes. And he's just a fucking badass. There was a circle of laughter. People people love that. And she's yeah. like, Jesus. Oh, sweet Jesus. Sweet, my me. sweet Jesus. And you yeah. know, Verhoeven's laughing harder than anybody else. <laughs> he's you know? tickled. He's so tickled <laughs> he's by a little He's rascal. really leaning into the notion that as a nun, 
you're the bride of, of Jesus. Yes. And he really starts to question, well, how far do those feelings go? And what does it mean to be married to a man that isn't uh, present? Yes. And that, that, and what do they, lo- what do they lust for with him? What do they dream of? That thread know? runs through mm-hmm. pretty much every frame of this. Well, movie. yeah, there's a scene where Jesus asks her to, you know, undress in front of him. I mean, that's oh, the Catholics are going to hate that one. Yeah. yeah. I know it's getting some, uh, do we know any of the buzz of what's going on with the oh, I'm, I'm, controversy? If it was a bigger film, I'm sure it would be getting protest, but, but yeah, it, it's just blasphemy all the way. Through. I think we can totally. we can lump all of the Jesus visions into one dragon because yeah. she does approach him on the cross. Yeah, he yes. he instructs her to remove what lies between them, <laughs> i.e., his loincloth. <laughs> well, she's already naked. She's already naked. Yeah, she removes his loincloth to reveal Jesus's vagina. Mangina. Well, mangina. It's a man. It his dick like is tucked, tucked like Buffalo Bill. It's a yeah, mangina. I took it as a tuck. That's a yeah. tuck. I took it as a tuck. It was I, a tuck. There was I a took tuck. it as a mangina. I went all the way through. I took it as a vagina, a mangina, <laughs> there was kind of a, a Jesus vagina. Uh, there was, was a no anatomy vagina, there. It was a labia, menorah. That was a tuck. The fact that we're talking about it and arguing about it. We got to see it again. That's We got to see it again. And that's exactly what Verhoeven wants. He wants us to talk about these ty- these types of things. It was how old purpose. is Paul Verhoeven? Do we know exactly he how old he is? Is he 80s or is he 70s? Because it's a big difference. If it's 70s, Ooh. it's late. He's old. I want to yeah. say late I'm going to say he's mid-80s. I'm going to say he's 85 years old. That's my guess. Might be. Lodge Mistress Millie, what were you, as the lady of The Edge tonight, how were you computing this? Like, was this interesting? Like, how were you feeling, uh, like, midway through this journey? You know, there was a lot. I'm always into the sensuality, and he had some great sensuality, but ultimately, I mean, I was just bored. Uh Uh-oh. The other B word. Just some straight boredom. Same, Lodge Mistress. You know, but there were many things I appreciated. It just was not emotionally connecting for me. And if, the, if there's not that emotional connection, it was rushed, sloppy, and abrupt from Here start to go. finish. Here we go. Here we go. It was an old man trying to be edgy. But guess what, Paul? It's 2021. <laughs> so you're like 10, 20 years too late with this shit. The birthday boy can say his piece in whatever fashion he chooses. But I did happen to look over there, and you looked mighty asleep, my good man. <laughs> you guys on the you, edge of his seat. Now asleep. remember, these seats are not recliners, but. <laughs> Lucas was Lucas the sweet sweet sleepyhead was f- somehow found a way to flatten his entire body <laughs> on recline. the small seat and he had the bar in front of him so that was kind of his ottoman and he was he was laying as flat as a human could possibly lay on this rigid seat. Meanwhile, on like, screen, like bathtub, bathtub <laughs> on screen, flat. there's there's people feeling breasts through silk screens. It didn't move him. Uh, that was a great that shot. That didn't was do. Hot. That was a yeah. great shot. That was that was t- she tantalizing. She sees her body. She sees B's body for the first time. There's yeah. a lot of gauze yeah. separating yeah. nakedness that I think Lucas missed. Now, Lucas, will you confess to us tonight and tell the truth about? When you were and weren't asleep. Oh, man. I was awake for an hour of this movie. <laughs> 30 minutes at the top, 30 minutes at the end. This movie fucking sucked. This movie sucked from the opening frames. No. From the opening cold open. 
open. I was no. like, fuck this movie. And I was born and raised Catholic. I went to a Your Catholic Your favorite movie is Last Temptation it, of Christ, which handles It was such run by nuns. Themes. Sister Lucille was the principal. Sister Mary Hawkins was the vice principal. Call Sister Renata was the librarian. Sister they all flashed before Joanne your eyes. was the religion. I can go Were you on dreaming about, about them? Did I, they not have beating hearts, Lucas? This movie is so fucking lame. I cannot tell you how lame it is. I blame the Mai Tais. <laughs> blame it on the Mai Tais. The sea bass. So, as we'll get back to you, sweet Lucas. Now, now, uh, along though, with all these sexual uh, fantasies, real and imagined, uh, comes along the stigmata. Yes, mm -hmm. there's stigmata. There is wounding of the forehead. There's jealousy. There's jealousy. There's betrayal. Ascension of Benedetta to be the new mother superior. There's flogging. Self-flagellation. I don't know about you guys, though. When she went into her like full demon possession mode, that startled me every time. It's great. I mean, the actress. The actress she, is great. Yep. She has a, let's just say for a nun, I mean, a nun actress, she has a beautiful face. This she, actress had a beautiful These were some Benedict beautiful porn star face. She looks like a stripper porn star. Adorable. <laughs> she, was a gr she, she did face. a great, I thought she was uh, very convincing. But her demonic she face She looks like a Girls Gone Wild wet t-shirt contestant. She reminded me of a young Kim Cattrall. In ah. control, yeah. And Lucas happened to miss most of the plot as it developed. He oh was, wow! Was, I, I missed the Matrix Reloaded causality guy yelling at people. Wow, I'm sorry. As the relationship deepens between Benedetta and B, <laughs> there is a central sex scene where the score mm. kind of turns into a basic instinct by way of 17th century convent. Yes. That has that kind of breathing that you don't know what's going to happen. And, but I knew, I knew for, I knew for a fact, as I looked in the background, her treasured Virgin Mary statuette that she had since being a young girl, I knew that was going to play into this. Verhoeven was, I, I could hear his, his gums in his mouth as he smiled. He leaned over to me about 10 minutes prior to that scene yeah. when she, when B discovered it and Benedetta said, yes, this uh, came from my mother when I first arrived. And you leaned over and said, that's coming back into play. <laughs> I said, keep an eye on that statue. Keep an eye on that statue. And that brings us to yeah. the next dragon. One, two, three, three. I mean, anybody who knows what's up with Verhoeven knew that statue was going to come into sexual play at some point and B whittles it into a beautiful, it is beautiful. half Virgin Mary, yes. half Dildonic <laughs> sex toy. Smooth. Somebody, when, when the, when the oh, toy was yeah. revealed, somebody in the theater cried out. I, yeah. I, what, what happened? Did, did, Zach, did, did you make out what that guy said? No, I know he, what he said. said. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ! No, <laughs> he didn't say which that. Which is yes, accurate. Yeah, there was a couple. Said. Which is accurate. Couple, no, there's a couple. Two down for me. He said, "Jesus Christ, super fuck." <laughs> And I, I laughed. Jesus, everything. I uh, thought he was upset. No, but I laughed no. and I looked down at you guys, and nobody, nobody was moving. It was a cigar, cigar oh. store Indian. Uh, no, and I was like, dude, you can't just say that. Okay, you know? so he was trying uh. to make a joke. I thought it was a guy that was upset, and I was yeah. like, wow, it took till this point. It was angry. I thought it was man. anger. <laughs> and I turned oh, man, to Matt and I said, he's not ready for this. where this oh, is going. Wow. <laughs> oh. 
I was under the Virgin Mary dildo spell. I didn't notice anything else. Well, they cut. There's a cut to it where she's whittling that damn thing, and and you don't see that. Yeah, the cut's hilarious. We didn't see what the top part of the statue was. Yeah, but when they cut, when we cut to that hard, and everyone laughed in the theater because everyone knew exactly. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Even the, the girls snicker, even that. the snickerdoodles oh. knew what was up at <laughs> even that the point. Snickerdoodles. The theater was going through a lot of bonding moments because it's true. Like you don't know, you don't know what's coming next. Like you don't know if there's going to be a snake in your face or a Virgin Mary dildo. Like anything can happen in a Paul Verhoeven movie. There's snarky dialogue throughout too. I mean, there's like punctuation. Charlotte Rambling has a couple of zingers, man. I mean that that stuff. Charlotte Rampling's peeping through a peeping hole. Watching, you can tell it's her eye too. Yeah, you, it's, yeah. They know not to even make you a can't. remote you mystery can't. out of whose eye that is. <laughs> you totally can tell. <laughs> and we got we got the bubonic plague the going plague. on. The when the plague, plague yep. section hit. One of the ladies behind us started blowing her nose like every five seconds, oh, and it was I freaking me out. It sounded like someone trying to cough out of one nostril. It was oh, freaking it me out. It was really disturbing. Yeah. Watching all these lesions and boils pop up, and I'm hearing that, just imagining that behind me. Oh, yeah. oh, no bubonic boosters I'm back then, behind us. <laughs> and I look over at Lucas. He's splayed out, and he's got his fist... <laughs> He's laying against his fist so it covers his eyes. And I'm like, Millie, is is he sleeping? And she's like, I can't see. So it was like expertly positioned. It was so well positioned. But I knew. I knew he was gone. <laughs> and then I heard once he was up, or relatively up. Stirred. I, he, yeah. Once he stirred, <laughs> I heard the telltale Lucas deep size. It's, oh, oh, this oh. And then he sits forward. He's like gripping his mouth, <laughs> looking like George C. Scott in hardcore. Lucas, what do you have to say? What do you have to say uh, for I, yourself? I, As you trash the movie that you slept through I, most of. This, is, this movie is, <laughs> the runtime is two hours and 11 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to walk out. To be honest, I was like, I really why from like the opening five this? minutes. I don't know what it was. I was flying so high. There was so much in. nudity in it, Lucas. What? And <laughs> slept we, through the nudity. And we sat down. <laughs> That's like, the problem. And the movie started, and it was like un film de Paul Verhoeven. You can't make fun of that. Un wow. Un I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The fact that no, no. the language that the movie was made in was pretentious to you. Yeah. And when it started, I was like, oh, there's man, been a rash man. of anti-French like, going through this, the edge. The launch cast is very anti-French. I was just like, I can't leave my friends on my birthday screen. If I walk out, I'm not coming back and they're going to be Oof. super disappointed in mm, me. Film Paul Verhoeven? So I, I got to stick this God, old that man was what shit did out and and suffer through this flat, trite, Who hollow, tepid, <laughs> just like, oh man, it was painful. It was like watching your grandpa try to throw the football at Thanksgiving. Like, I can still throw it long. Keep going. Whoa. And I'm just like, wow, dude, really? But again, you missed all the crazy shit, man. Did I? No, yes. I saw the digi snakes with the did, Jesus did sticking the a sword scene? through people's heads. And Did you see the central sex I saw scene? when they sucked the speculum up her vagina and was like, yeah, man, Torture. we're both in the same boat. Let's hope God lights the way for us. Like I, I no, saw, I that saw was enough. the end. I saw that, enough that was at the end to know that this movie and it's not called worth a pair time. of agony. And I was just thinking, like, how the hell did Adam Aronson, the CEO of AMC, book this into his theaters? Like, are they that hard up for for material? Like, Lucas, they, like anyone can just get a movie. It's like in you AMC? read the jacket of a book. 
and then you burned it because you didn't like what it summarized on Dude, the jacket. I am the jacket. porniest, perviest guy in this car. And you missed it all! And I love non-sex. I am a big, big fetish for non-sex. But this movie, <laughs> this movie delivered non-sex. It delivered nothing but non-sex. It's phony. It's fraudulent. It's fake. It's 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 Paul Verhoeven out of his house, like making a movie for the first time in God knows oh, no. how long. Bishki, can you? God knows how long he made a movie two years ago. Wow, Paul Verhoeven go, went no, to the movie as much as I back. did. He would be asleep too. I was up for the whole thing, and and I don't. Agree What's with Lucas it. talking about? I don't agree with with most of it, but. Um, <laughs> Well, we have to say one thing, which we haven't said yet, which was part of the plot was that this woman is like potentially lying. Yep. So about the miracles it's like occurring. The, about the miracles She's occurring. She's using a broken plate stigmata, to create her so stigmata. And, so. yeah, and so, her girlfriend like finds the plate <laughs> and is like, you're doing it on purpose. Well, but hold so on. From hold the on. very beginning, you don't know if it was just coincidence or synchronicity, these things that happen, or does she really have a connection with God? Or if she is even doing them, perhaps... God, God is, is, is telling her yes. to do that. that she goes yeah. in these trances and of, that it's like taken yeah. over. So so there's the question of, is she really a fraud or is she really God's sort of chosen Or is one? she crazy? Or is she crazy? And she believes it and she's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Is Schrodinger's cat in the box? Is the cat alive or is the cat dead? <laughs> Are we going to bones on that? <laughs> let's go to the bones. Let's go to the Benedetta bones. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I have a big asterisk in the front seat with me tonight, so let's save Lucas for a little bit. Uh, Brother Nate, what are you? What are you? you. you, What are you making (laughs) Um, sense of this? What are you doing? Well, you know, in now now after seeing it. I, I feel like it wasn't quite the movie that I wanted to see. Sure. Um, the, the way the way it was promoted, if you know, it really leans into this kind of erotic, <laughs> nun uh, odyssey that I was kind of you know, and and perverting it you know at every turn. But and it has a lot of that. But I felt I felt I did feel the length kind of hurt it because it because sure. it kind of just flows together. I wasn't bored. I stayed up. Um, and <laughs> and the all, all the all the provocateur moves I felt. There were even little filmmaking things that I appreciated. Uh, I've, uh, the soundtrack itself was very wet. Did you guys hear that? Like yes. all the, all, so all the organic bodily stuff was very wet, and I was felt like, well, this is a, you know, he's playing with us here. Is that the the sin comes from the body and all, all this stuff, you know? And Verhoeven, he, he does those things. You know, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's interested in this subject matter. He's interested in biblical themes Loves and it. the perversion of them. He's even written a, um, he has his own novel, uh, a hypothetical book of Judas. So oh, he's, wow. he's played with this theme over, he, and he wants to do a Jesus movie. He, he will maybe eventually. I bet he will. And it'll be totally crazy. So I was with him, you know, for the first hour, but I don't know, I kind of I kind of trailed off. I, I kind of was like, this isn't gripping me like it should. I couldn't quite get my head in Benedita, uh, you know, and, and, and their love story didn't quite work for me. It kind of felt like if anyone's seen like the young Pope or the new Pope, um, they have... Mm. They have, the, you know, they're perverting these kind of patriarch f- figures, and and they're and they're dabbling in all kinds of blasphemy, right? And it can be kind of fun, and it's kind, of, you know, like Jude Law is the young pope, for example, and it, he's, you know, it's kind of fun. I, I didn't get a lot of fun from her, sure. uh, you know. I wanted to, and I didn't really, you know, I'm, I'm kind of going back and back and thinking, Verhoeven, why why this piece? You know, I always ask myself that as a director, like, why are you trying to tell this story right now? Right. And I guess I just didn't quite. I didn't quite connect with it, but it's not a total. I mean, it's it's a beautiful looking film. I think it was well cast. Charlotte Ramley is just one of the best. 
So I'm kind of like, mm, I'm like two bones. Two bones? Two bones. I don't know how I'd recommend, you know, this, but I was there for the ride. Yeah, it's it's not it's not something you go to with it's the fa- with the family around the holidays necessarily. It's a very special audience that you would recommend this to, uh, brother Zach. I'm very curious to hear your thoughts. I was sitting right next to you, and mm. you 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 were having some fun. Definitely, I, I want you to fully reveal to me your bubonic bones. <clears throat> you know, it's interesting because. You know that he's having, that the filmmaker's having fun when the women don't have armpit hair, their hair is styled like <laughs> yeah. perfectly through That's the whole film. That's a good film. point. They're all he's, manicured. It, it's sure. so well manicured and unrealistic. Mm-hmm. That is a choice. He's making an erotic thriller. Yes. But it is undergirded, as as everyone has said, with these questions of uh, faith manipulation and... Um, yeah, so to me, actually, Nathan, I do think this subject matter is completely in his wheelhouse and appropriate for him. I do agree with both you and Millie that I kind of wasn't really understanding uh, what Benedetta, like her her lesbian attraction kind of came out of nowhere, mm-hmm. which is fine. Maybe she didn't know it herself, but I didn't really see, I, I was waiting for that character who's so caught up in Jesus to like, she made this, this choice that her love for B was an extension of her love for Jesus. Right. She rationalized it. And I thought like, well, that, uh, that's a lot of people's uh, relationship with faith is rationalizing their acts to conform to their beliefs. Yeah, correct. And so that's interesting, but I, don't really think we got to see that character go through the struggle of that. It doesn't really go deeper because she becomes sort of a mythic figure before we can really get in touch with the human. Mm -hmm. When she ascends, yeah, it's almost like I wanted to see her choice. I mean, you don't want to see her choice to do the stigmata and everything because that would take the mystery out of it. But It's almost like I guess I what as I'm kind of digesting the movie that she starts doing that to justify other acts maybe but it was hard to get in her head and her choices and so I agree um I wasn't emotionally wrapped up into it but I actually was the furthest thing from bored it was surprising even though we knew where it was going it was quite entertaining I found it erotic at, at times, <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, anyone who's looking for a naughty good time and a provocative um, take on um, the nun life. <laughs> that nun life. It's all that. It's all that. I would say give this one a play. Yeah. Uh, this is three bones for me. There you go, Zach. All right. So we got two bones. Yeah. We our, got three our bones. Boat's rocking here. All right. Large mistress. Bouncing yeah. How bored did you get? How dusty yeah. did it get? Yes. You I, like um, them you like them kind of boring okay. sometimes. Well, no. When it started out, I didn't know what this was about at all. Because Matt yes. was like, don't look into it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so when it started out with a carriage, I was like, hell yeah. yes. Yep. And shortly thereafter, I was like, um, well, I don't know. Uh-oh. I I was <laughs> it, it I was trying to be with it. I was like, okay, with the little girl stuff and you know mm-hmm. and and when the when she suckled on the boob of the statue, I was loving it. Yes. Who wouldn't? I know. <laughs> Except for Lucas. But 
I just really felt like I didn't feel like the acting was good enough. Uh-oh. I feel like it was really heavy handed on the fact that she was making this up mm. or that she was, you know, maybe I didn't even think she was crazy. I thought I thought it was kind of very heavy handed leading towards she was making this all up to kind of be revered. You know right. what I mean? And I wanted to feel more like she really believed that she was Jesus's instrument. Right. And I did not feel that way. And mm-hmm. she, and it was like this. Because behind this, closed doors, she's kind of like, you know, shrugging it off. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you see that piece of porcelain at the end. And it's like, well, no shit. I mean, and uh, whereas I feel like it was, if it was like basic instinct in the ice pick, you're like, oh, you know, like, <laughs> but it wasn't, it wasn't surprising. Right. And I feel like that was, that had a little bit to do with the directing and a little bit to do with the acting. And I, and I just also feel like their relationship, like he does these relationships really well where it's like, violence and danger and can I trust the person mm-hmm. that I'm fucking or in love with or whatever and 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 it's, they're complicated and and intriguing and I just never bought that with their relationship like yes it was there and it made it kind of interesting mm-hmm. but it wasn't it wasn't deepened and it didn't feel real so mm-hmm. I got to go, but it was sexy. I love the fabric sensuality. Mm. That was really good. I knew you were Um, liking that. So I, too, feel like uh, because the fabric, I'm going (laughs) to give it two bones. Okay. The fabric held it together. All right. Woo. All over the place. Brother Bishki in the way back. Yo, yo, I'm still awake. Um, I'm back here. (laughs) He's pretzeled back there. And, um... Still chewing on this, just chewing on it back chewing here. Chewing it, chewing your there's cud. A, there's a lot, you know. Yeah, wet doesn't shoes. Take, doesn't wet take shoes on the soundtrack. It doesn't take uh, much for me to get on Verhoeven's page. No, it so, the, so like immediately, I'm just, you know, I'm, we're in Verhoeven's world. This is all Verhoeven through and through, <laughs> and um, you know, it's maybe not as polished as, as some of his American work and some of the digi effect. It's, it doesn't have the budget, but the themes, the Blasphemy, you know, the... Come for the theme, stay for the blasphemy. Yeah. The Bowls and bowls of blasphemy. The Catholicism and the... I don't know, there's just a lot there. But I do agree with Zach and Millie, you know, that the Benedita's character, you're not really kind of in her head or she's kind of inconsistent in terms of her... You know, sometimes she seems like crazy, but then sometimes she just seems like... I don't know, it... it you're struggling with your faith here. I'm chewing on it, and right now, you know, Ver- Verhoeven always gets high marks for me. This is probably not his best, but I'd still give it three bones. There you go, brother. And uh, and I might even return to it because you know, there's a lot there. There's a lot. There was a lot cut, uncut version later on, possibly. And it would be interesting to just see just it to return a, to it with a different audience, yeah. like just yeah. just knowing what's coming and kind of sizing the audience up to see, you know. How are they going to handle this? Yeah. Three bones from Brother Bishke. Still all over the map. Brother Lucas is struggling to stay awake. <laughs> the birthday boy. Bring your bones. Take a breath. Or lack thereof. Take a breath. Take God, a deep as breath. As I was sitting here listening to you all, I was just thinking back to uh, Ben Stiller's Tropic Thunder movie. And in the cold open, he has these parody trailers. And there's this really funny trailer with mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire and Robert Downey Jr. where they play monks like in Ireland. And they're like secretly in love with each other. And it's like basically Benedetta, except with men. Yeah. Been a bad, bad boy, father. 
And that trailer alone is four bones mm. and makes me more engaged and invigorated and just feeling something than this sad sack of a movie we just saw. When did you what fall was? asleep? <laughs> like, what was the last image? Well, the trailer was the right length for him, I think. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, did you see any of this? It's hard for me to remember because it was all in French, but oh, I, I, oh. I definitely saw the adult <laughs> Benedetta see, meeting the girl who was like running away from her dad and they like yeah. I guess had to buy their way into the convent like it's about ooh, 10 minutes in wow religion costs money did wow did you see the shitting scene saw the shitting scene okay saw the digi snakes and the Jesus cutting them all up yeah didn't move saw you. the matrix reloaded guy show up for the inquisition so no so that was at the end and that was so at the end that was, so that's that that's that where the like leap half. that's where the chasm I is I saw a lot of full it, frontal nudity I saw Benedetta's lover get put on the rack and the speculum okay. put up her vag like yeah, I saw, missed the, I saw you, missed, you missed the whole love story uh, but to kind of like here. piggyback <laughs> off of the lodge mistress I think what you're trying to get at is <laughs> yeah mansplain it turn, turn, yeah. turn it around <laughs> mansplain this is nothing was earned yeah nothing was it's earned true. it was like we have these story points we have these emotional beats and we're gonna pop 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 we're just gonna hit every one of them we're gonna film every one of them we're gonna cut every one of them together we're not gonna leave anything out we're gonna show you everything and we're gonna keep moving we're going to show but you everything hours, and Lucas is going to see very little of it. But at two hours and 11 minutes of just not earning anything, I say, fuck you, Grandpa. You can talk about how crazy and fucked up, contradictory the convents were. And oh, my God, these were the rules. And then this happened and that happened. And it's like, yeah, why don't you fucking pace yourself and, and actually build some tension and like have an arc and like, you know, lead me down the, the fucking primrose path instead of just throwing everything if against the wall. If you had an arc, you would have missed and, and, it. And, and you, you wouldn't have even seen it. And hoping it. that it sticks. So if I was a studio oh, executive, no. you know, at Canal Plus or Path, whoever fucking greenlit this shit and, and Paul Verhoeven is like coming into like tap dance for his supper, I'd be like... <laughs> Pass, hard pass. This is a woof. This is a woof. 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 <laughs> Go to bed, Paul. Go to bed. You and fucking Paul Schrader, all the Pauls that still make movies in their 80s should go to fucking bed. I'm over it. Pass. Lucas, how can you do a review like that? Just eating the cookies of an Oreo and leaving the whole cream in the center. I'll leave it to our listeners There's to watch this. There's a cream sitting there. Oh, that's I'll, part leave of the it, I'll leave it too. to our listeners. Call in. Ah. You say if I'm right or wrong, but this movie was a fucking bull. Classic. The classic hothead on his birthday. Gotta let it happen. Anti-French rhetoric. Uh, <laughs> cream was left on the counter, young man. You didn't lap it up. It was there for you. There for the taking. It was a double stuff. You guys aren't wrong. Benedetta is a cipher. We don't really get to know what's going on, partially by design, but it does leave you cold in that department. But just in the tickling of the senses department and the seeing shit that you'll never see anywhere else yeah. and never even think to see. Yeah. You didn't know you needed to see it, but then you saw it and you can't live without it. That's why we go to these Verhoeven movies. That's why Paul Verhoeven doesn't need to go to bed. Paul Schrader does need to go to bed. You're correct, <laughs> Lucas. Verhoeven needs to stay awake, much like you did. The chosen Paul. The yeah. chosen Paul. And I will go to every Paul Verhoeven movie till the day he dies or the day I die. And I will love it for what it is. I agree it's not his best film, but I will give this three bones. 
It was nice. a great time at the movie. Edge divided. How many boob squeezes were there in this film? <laughs> That's the boob question. And lactation. And, 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 and ah, oh man. yes, the yeah. lactation scene. That was a I was awake for the lactation. Everyone giggled in the theater, <laughs> and I was like, "You're all a bunch of sheep. You're sheeple." We're Verhoeven sheeple. I will say, I will say that at the, the, in the very last scene, yeah, uh, he left the poor actress playing B in broad daylight in the nude, screaming at. He did. That wasn't kind. She, he could have given that actress a robe there. She could have put her robe on to deliver the, her plea. He provides no robe. That was, out robes. Come on. It's almost the stroke of midnight. <laughs> we got to get home, right. y'all. Lucas, happy birthday to happy you. Happy birthday. Oh, thanks. Thanks. That's the true gift for tonight. It's <laughs> the true gift. And we- Merry Christmas <laughs> <laughs> yes. to all. And to all a good night. And a happy prestige to season. And yeah. To all listening. Love and light, y'all. Love and light. Love and light. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Blessed Seasons Greetings, Lodge fam. Brother Ben calling to weigh in on Paul Verhoeven's Benedetta. Uh, First and foremost, it's just, it's a cause for celebration because we have one of cinema's greatest provocateurs returning to the fold at 83 fucking years old. Uh, Look, is it as excellent as the films in Paul Verhoeven's Imperial Phase, uh, which for the record I define as the eight-year run from 1987's RoboCop to 1995's Showgirls? No. After one viewing, I don't think it is as great as those films, but honestly, what films are? However, I think it absolutely refutes Quentin Tarantino's notion that after 60, filmmakers dry up and should retire because uh, here we have a master director serving up a kind of greatest hits package. It's religious longing and queer desire and outlandish sex and blasphemous visions, geysers of blood and lots and lots of bare breasts, all of which are meticulously framed in CinemaScope. That litany of very lodgy content that I just spouted off is done in the service of Verhoeven making broader points about how politics and religion react in the face of impending plague. Um, You can debate how successful Verhoeven is in pulling that satire or meta-commentary off, but I don't see how you can dismiss the vision and the audacity. So for me, it is a very holy trinity of three rock hard bones. And just as a PS, I literally just finished listening to Ghostbusters Afterlife Lodgecast. Um, and I'm going to be keeping very close tabs on how this crew scores Benedetta. And so help me God, if one of you gives this film a lower rating than Jason Reitman's Ghostbusters, I am going to send Jesus with a sword after you. Amen.
Jesus Christ super fuck.